So I'm here with Sue Allen from East Rushton Cottages. I have been in one of her brilliant properties in Norfolk for the last week and I wanted to have a chat with her on video as well just to talk about like what dog friendly means and a little bit about Norfolk too. So Sue is going to chat about the area and then obviously if you're thinking of going to Norfolk with your dog you'll get a feel of what it's like staying at East Rushton and also some brilliant things to do um, in the area as well. I'll be writing about them but I thought I'd do a bit of video too. So Sue, tell us about you and East Rushton Cottages. Um, well, I just started it about 16 years ago now, I think, um, based on the fact that whenever I wanted to go on holidays somewhere with my dogs and my friends' dogs as well, we struggled. We really struggled to find places to stay. So, um, you know, we either had to pay a lot of money for them or there was no outside area for them yeah. or we had to, you know, tell the odd porcupine about <laughs> what, how many we had, which wasn't ideal. So I just kept thinking, well, this is silly. There, there must be better places than that. So when we got an opportunity to start our own place up, um, I just made sure that it was what we wanted. So it yeah. had a properly secure outside area. You know, dogs are allowed everywhere. There was no charge for dogs. We didn't have any restrictions. They were allowed everywhere. Um, we added all sorts of doggy things into yeah. the welcome pack as well and just made sure that it was truly dog welcoming. So that's that's how we started it up and I was cleaning um, somebody else's property for them and I added them into it as well and we yeah. got a website up and running and then it sort of took off from there really. Okay, so you touched on it a little bit there but tell us about like what the difference is between dog friendly and truly dog welcoming and why you're so passionate about that um because i think when you come on holiday with your dog you want to relax and if you relax your dog relaxes yes. and that we, we've heard that over and over again from people and if you can walk into a place not see a whole list of rules about where your dog should and shouldn't go and shouldn't shouldn't do and you can find all sorts of things provided like yeah. throws for sofas you know there's dog biscuits in the welcome pack mm. we provide crates buggies things that are difficult to pack but you might need on yeah. holiday Lots of my owners have got things like um, dog towels, dog showers, dog shampoo, mud daddies, grooming kit, raised feeders, all the sorts of things that <laughs> many, many, many dog owners use. And if they can come away on holiday and know that all these things have been provided for them and really nice accommodation as well for them, you know, it doesn't have to be doggy or dog-eared to be dog welcoming. So that's what we try and do, just make yeah. people feel really comfortable with their dogs because they've come to a dog-friendly area so, you know, they want to be staying in a dog-friendly place. Yeah. Yeah, it's something um, I know, I know, obviously, we know each other um, before I came to stay here, but it's something I feel really strongly about, and I've been that dog owner who has, you know, shaken all the duvets afterwards, <laughs> yeah. and ran around with the hoover, and then worried about getting, like, I don't know, getting a fine or something yeah, in the post, yeah, or yeah. being told off or being barred or something like that, because my, my little dog, he, he does mole. Yeah, um, well, like lots of dogs. Yeah, well, this is it, isn't it? And I think... I always look at it from the dog's perspective where if they're at home and they're allowed to go on the sofa and go in the bed and exactly. do whatever they want then exactly. they go on holiday it's like they must think well if I've have I done something wrong yeah then you're stressed they're, oh, and they're it's not, stressed not restful at all no. then, is it it really is and that's the thing it's like you know you, you they need to be able to behave the same way as they do at home it's their holiday yeah. as well very much yeah absolutely and tell us how many uh, dogs you can have in your cottages as well because I know um, I've just got the one dog, and I know I often travel with you know one or two or three dogs, but mm. you 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 can accommodate quite a few, can't yeah. you? Yeah, we got um that sort of the the lowest number we have is three. Um, everybody else is either four, five, six. We've got some that are happy to welcome eight ish. 
fashion, we're very flexible about that yeah. number because we understand that, you know, four Great Danes might be a bit different to four elderly whippets. And, yeah. you know, it's about, sometimes it's just about the breed, knowledge of the breed and size and stuff. Um, but I think we've got several that will accept unlimited, and by unlimited I mean unlimited. We've had our record is 16. Wow. And 16 dogs in one. Well, in fact, they come several times. They're, pro- they're dog professionals, um, they do training, they do rehoming and yeah. all sorts. So they come with different numbers each time, but the last time was 16. And honestly, you wouldn't have known that they were there. They, yeah. you know, they look after the house. Just because they've got a large number of dogs doesn't mean to say that they're messy people at all. And that's what we found over the yeah. years, very much so. Yeah, I think, um, I know we've talked about this before, but I think often dogs make a lot, people with people with dogs, because you are conscious that you've got your dog with you and yeah. you want to make sure, you want to be respectful of the property and stuff, actually. I know as a, as a, as a guest, I'm always really careful to make sure everything's nice and clean. Yeah. What yeah. do you kind of find with your guests? Really the same, easy? really yeah. the same. Yeah, I mean, the multiple dog um, owners, and, or perhaps two or three people that come with multiple dogs, they are very, very appreciative of the fact that they yeah. can come somewhere with their dogs, where there is so much done for them. So they do tend to leave it neat and tidy. Um, and some of my owners, when they first join us, and I say, right, okay, three or four dogs, and they're like, mm, yeah, okay. And then I might ask them to take a, pro- a booking with five dogs or six dogs because we know the, the guests really yeah. well and we know they'll look after it. And then they relax into it as well. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, you know, we find probably children slightly more messy and problematic <laughs> than dogs. <laughs> There's less control over children. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dogs don't pick up pens and things like that, Exactly, do they? yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, I, right, now I know this is a huge, huge county. So I, when, when I drove here from Newcastle where we live um, I saw the Norfolk sign and it's <laughs> like an, an hour, hour and 45 later, yeah, minutes yeah. on the sat nav but just tell us about some of the things that Norfolk has to offer for dogs and their humans. Okay, well, loads basically. So we've got um, we have got ninety odd miles of coastline. Um, the majority of it is dog friendly. I think we have identified this, oh, is it eight areas where there is a restriction between I think the first of May and the first yeah. of September. October but they're only very short stretches and they're where there is um, you know a a town or a village or something Um, the rest of it is joined up and uh, accessible all year round easily accessible and very dog welcoming so you've got lots and lots of room um, we've also got the Norfolk Broads, which, okay, it's not specifically about dogs, but you can hire boats and mm-hmm. take your dogs there, and there's walking all around, yeah. and it's, you know, there's tons and tons of space. Another really good thing that I always used to find when I came back from staying in other parts of the country was coming back to Norfolk, it, the walking is so easy. You yeah. haven't got hills, you haven't got stiles, you haven't got walls that you've got to pick your dog over, and you've got very, very little in the way of livestock, mm-hmm. so you haven't got to worry about sheep and yeah. things like that. So. You've got all of those sorts of things generally. You've got some very nice areas of woodland. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got not just the beaches, but you've got areas of inland dunes, which again, you can walk for miles yeah. over. Um, we've got uh, just parks all over the place, dog fields popping up everywhere. Lots and lots of the cafes and pubs are dog welcoming as well because they yeah. just they kind of have to be in order to survive. So there's loads. There's your absolute spot for a choice. We've got walkways that, uh, that go across the county. Um, like the Weaver's Way and the yeah. Marriott's Way and the Pedder's Way but we've also got miles of just joined up footpaths and yeah. easy and I think Norfolk is very genuinely very dog welcoming you know lots of people in Norfolk have dogs but it's not crowded as well so you've got quite a lot of space yeah. so as a county I think it's fantastic it's one, I mean having been all over the country with my dogs on holiday coming back to Norfolk made me realise just you know it fits the bill on so yeah. many different levels yeah, it's so vast, isn't it? It so, is huge. Yeah, I've been staying here for the past week, and 
just where we've been staying in Scrapby, like we go walk to the end of our road and then there's just this amazing beach and I was there this mm. morning with Patch and there's only me and him there. Yeah. And it's yeah. a beautiful sandy beach. It's just it's just so stunning. Yeah. And yeah, like you say, lots of flat inland and just vast green space as mm. well. It's just so such a beautiful place, isn't it? It is, yeah, we're very lucky. Yeah. So tell us the kind of tell us about the kind of red carpet treatment you <laughs> your cottage owners give to the guests i'm obviously going to write about this myself but okay. so if you can tell us that'd be great um, what kind of things do, do people what kind of things can people look forward to when they walk through the door well i think with with all of the all of the properties they can walk through the door and know that they're genuinely going to be able to relax um they can also know that they're going to have an outside space that is secure yeah. and we're very we, we put a lot of detail on each website page about the, the height of fences and the solid fences or you know whatever it is they're overlooking because we're very aware of reactive dogs so we do kind of try and accommodate uh, as much as possible everyone's needs but within the properties themselves I mean some of the welcome packs that my owners leave out for their guests are just tremendous um, the, you know I've al- I always encourage them to it's not a sort of rule but I always say please leave something for the dogs and for the yeah. humans um, and some of them just leave baskets full of beautiful you know cakes and bakes and stuff and then you've got um, other owners who will provide uh, crates free of charge. That's you know because we know that they're really difficult to pack. So if you want a crate for your dog while you're away, you've got those um, throws for sofas, so you don't yeah. have to bring your own. And obviously they get you know laundered each time. Buggies we started supplying again because we know lots of people with perhaps older dogs yeah. or arthritic dogs use them and they're difficult to pack. So there's tons and tons of e- doggy extras that, yeah. that lots of the guests, a uh, lot sorry, lots of the owners leave for the guests. Um, mud daddies you know different raised bowls and if a guest has got a specific requirement as well we will try and fulfill it if we can because we're very aware that you know lots of dogs perhaps come with lots of different conditions and things are needed um so yeah we'll we'll just try our best to make sure that they're very welcome and they've got everything they need spare leads and and collars are all pretty standard as well not that most people are going to you know remember them but if you have forgotten them i mean we've even done things like um oh i think somebody forgot the bandaging for their dog's um, foot it had a bit of a wound so we I popped down to the horse's yard and got yeah. his bandaging stuff so we just try and do as much as possible so that people are very very well looked after with their dogs brilliant okay and then tell us um so you've got prop tell us about the size of the properties and what kind of price points they are for like do you have like a minimum break and what would what what yeah what's the kind of starting price um, I think well, obviously the the smaller ones, so the ones that sleep too, are generally the cheaper ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and they certainly in the winter they'll come in at well under a hundred pounds a night. Yeah. Um, th- then we've got much much. We've got a lot of them that are sleeps four, sleeps six, mm-hmm. a couple that sleeps eight, up to sleeps ten, and they're mm-hmm. obviously a lot more expensive because they, you know, they've got to accommodate a lot more people. Yeah. But what we do try and do, bearing in mind, you know, affordability. Um, you know, not everyone can afford to, to come away at the same price. So obviously, if you get the seasonal prices, it's lower in the winter mm-hmm. and higher in the summer. Um, we do things like, uh, so we just do a £100 deposit, which yeah. I think helps people. Um, and we do stage payments as well, so okay. they can do those, which help with the budget. We do all sorts of discount codes and stuff. If you're mm-hmm. a mailing list subscriber, you get special discounts. Yeah. We do like a Sunday saving one. We do quite a few different things like that, and that that all helps. Um and we do try and be as flexible as possible with short breaks. It's yeah. not always possible because it, it sometimes depends on who can do the cleaning and when they yeah. can do it. But Monday to Friday is quite a popular one. Friday to Monday is quite popular. Mm-hmm. And some of the ones, especially during the winter, we can be really quite flexible about yeah. the, the number of days and the starting date. Because you know, not everyone can get a full week off work or yeah. 
perhaps they only want to come away for a few days. So yeah, we just we just try and accommodate it as much as possible. And if if we are out of somebody's budget and they come to me and say, you know, this is basically how much I've got to spend, we will try and work around them. And yeah. some of my owners are very very flexible as well. They'd rather have a booking at a lower price than an empty property, really. Yeah. So that works quite well. Yeah, definitely makes sense. So no, really reasonable. Um, and and yeah, and I've also found the prices of just you know going out and that kind of thing here are, are really reason really okay. reasonable yeah as well, aren't I think they? they are because again yeah. we're we don't have a massive population so you know all of the pubs and cafes rely on visitors but also rely mm-hmm. on the locals yeah um, and so yes it, if they price themselves out too much then people won't go there basically yeah. so there's a lot of a lot of independent businesses we're very lucky um, and I think they kind of understand that they're, they're operating within a community and they need to sort of have the local support yeah. and stuff. And we, we're quite passionate about that as well. We do sort of the, like the repeat guest vouchers. So if, if guests come once, when they come again, they get offered a list of vouchers they can yeah. use to spend at our local businesses. So it sort of keeps the money in the area. Yeah, definitely. Excellent. Okay. Well, thank you so much for chatting to me, You're Sue, welcome. and for a wonderful break. It's been so oh, great. It's been really to nice to have you explore. here. Patch has loved it. He's absolutely loved it. So thank you. Um, I will put all the links to your website in underneath this video. But great. just tell us where people can find you if you just tell us your website address and where to find yeah, you on social so media. Yeah, so we're uk. Um, that's the website that's got everything on it really each property's got its own page and we've got all sorts of information frequently asked questions yeah. that sort of stuff you can do bookings via that as well and then we've got a really good Facebook page I think we've got about 18,000 followers on that that's that's the one we sort of used to put mm-hmm. information on there but equally and, and really usefully we've got a chat group as well so yeah. be, I can't remember exactly what it's called I think it's called East Ruston Cottages Chat and Information bit of a boring title but <laughs> it's fantastic because people post on there saying oh we're coming up to stay in this that and the other property you know in a week's time can anyone recommend any whatever you know walks or somewhere to eat and everyone jumps on and gives them their recommendations and it's not not just the owners and me in fact I don't often post on there it's it's other guests that have been before so that's about 5,000 people on there now and it's wonderful to see how much everyone sort of helps and supports we have got Instagram account as well which um, Kerry manages beautifully and we've got Twitter which I don't really use very much but we have got (laughs) Twitter and we're we've just been what have we been voted SBS. for? SBS. SBS. We've just won that thing. Yeah. SBS. <laughs> so, so uh, we'll get more into Twitter, I think, now and, yeah. and engage with that a bit more. But that, that's basically it. I think we've, uh, t- yeah, we're on um, LinkedIn a little bit too. But the primary things that really are the most interesting are, are Facebook. Yeah. Fabulous. Okay. Well, thank you very much for chatting to Welcome. me. Um, and yeah, it's been really wonderful binding our way around Norfolk and seeing lots of gorgeous places. You've got so much left to see. I know, I know that's the thing, isn't it? Like, where do you even start with what to do? But yeah, we've scratched the surface and I'll be writing about some of the things that I've done as well. So thank you very much for having us. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thank you. (laughs)